Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind. So you can look and feel amazing, no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Some days my coffee does not have coffee in it, I think. Same. Well. Right? Like, some days my coffee doesn't have coffee in it. Like, it's amazing how some days it'll jumpstart me. And other days I'm like, this is not working. I know. It's like, hello. It's not working. Yeah. I got a nice letter from my coffee, the coffee company I like, Pachamama. And what they say. I I forgot the letter, but they sent me a nice letter. Because they saw that, like, talked about Pachamama coffee. Cute. And they're like a bunch of, it's a co-op of farmers that, mm-hmm. you know, grow the beans. Meant to bring it in, forgot. But anyway, just remind, but today's not kicking. It's not Maybe kicking. if you stopped drinking it for a while and then you restarted drinking it, it would kick Ooh. again. I just tried that. It's not Ooh. cute. Um, remember that experiment oh, yeah. with Tanya? Well, let's see what happens great. with you. No, let's not see what happens with me. I'm not so sure it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. All right, fine. I stopped for two months and it was great. Was it? I, I think we remember those two months. Did you guys even notice? Yeah, we did. It was rough. We didn't say anything. First of all, it was the month of December. Yeah. We <laughs> weren't even around. Yeah. Well, we didn't even want to text. No. <laughs> I was like, I was scared of wishing Merry Christmas. Me too. I was like, like oh, tiptoe in here. Why are you wishing me a Merry Christmas today? Stop. Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> it's Christmas. Why didn't you call? You just text? Yeah. Christmas. Sorry. Oh, What's gosh. Michael? What, what are your significant other's beverages of choice? First thing in the morning, Michael has what? Black coffee. Me too. Mm-hmm. I need all that stuff in it. I'm a latte. I'll put a little like cream. A half and half or like 2% milk. But that's it. No sugar. <sighs> Went to Starbucks the other day. And people I was with ordering those milkshakes, you know? A milkshake at Not Starbucks? literally, but you know, like a, oh, like a frappuccino, yeah, like whatever the things, they get. All yeah. the stuff they get. And I'm like, guys. You're like, what are you doing? A, I just want a black <laughs> coffee and I want it on ice. Mm. Oh, and I said, I can do that. So I go to the other side of the counter where you wait, and a woman grabs a pitcher of black coffee and pours it over ice. Yikes. What's wrong with that? It's gross. Why is that gross? You drink coffee? Yeah, yeah. but I don't drink it black over ice. What, when in the summertime? It's oh, it's the best. It's the greatest. And it, the reason I say it is it goes down fast. Your yeah. Kick, your kick comes quick. Your kick comes quick. Your I kick do comes enjoy, great slogan. I do enjoy uh, black iced coffee. It's amazing how fast it goes down, too. Mm-hmm. Right? You're like, oh my gosh, I just had a whole but cup. I can't do cold brew. That is a whole... I love cold brew. You do. I can't. I've tried too. cold brew. That is you like... It comes in a can. I love it. All like, that it's too strong for you? It's way too strong. It really kind of like... like I, I, I get so excited because... I, I don't know. You've been in a hotel, right? Not a 
cold brew in the mini bar. Yeah. yeah. That's what I need. But cold, is that what you, is that what you drink? You don't drink cold brew. I got it right here. I don't drink it regular. I don't drink it like on vacation if I see it somewhere. But that's what I'm saying. If you drink cold brew every morning, Tubbs, what is your Tubbs drinking cold brew out of a mason jar? Yeah, I make it at home and bring well, it. How do you make it? You grind up the beans and you steep it for like 12 to 15 hours, or whatever. I just set it and then the next day I strain it and here we go. And you drink it cold. You put it in the fridge. Yeah. Uh, you ever tried Pachamama? No. It's coffee I love. When we were in uh, Brazil, I kind of went on a coffee experience with Tubbs. He when was like, we in Brazil? Oh, yeah, there was that little coffee yeah, place we by the hotel. Brazil, when, For the like Olympics, 2016. Uh, okay. <laughs> but Tubbs was all about finding all the local coffee places, and so I went on his journey he with him. He was all about finding a lot of the local everything around there. He was, yeah, that yeah, too. Yeah. You know, but he spent his birthday there that month, and so it was great. But We like he, doing that too when we go on any vacation. We like to find like the best local coffee shop. Yeah, there. but I was down for his journey, and I was like, okay, I'll go try some coffee with you. It was cool. I'm still reeling in the fact that it was seven years ago. I know. It feels like it was yesterday. It's good times. It really was. I, like lived there for a month. That was insane. We walked everywhere. We walked no, to work. No, I never get invited to the cool stuff. <laughs> okay, I'm an what? author with a best-selling yeah, book. Well, I did that on my own. Modern Woman over here. Well, Got to march to the beat of my own drum. I, I went get to invited. go and work for NBC on my own. <laughs> yeah, That's you, we all do things our own. Our own. <laughs> yeah. We're only there because NBC was having me there for the Olympics. I know it's cool. Oof. Pass the mason jar, bro. <laughs> So, yeah, the, the weather's not great. It's, uh, it's one of those bad days. Showers all day today. Highs around 50. Also, all day we're paying your bills to combat that. Walking the dog, a bit of a challenge today. Yeah. George does not like to do a lot of things in wet, soggy grass. You just got to get the umbrella out for her. Make it nice. <sighs> yeah, then clean off the paws before she tracks everything Yeah, in. we just keep a towel by the front door. For you, for Michael, for the dogs, for the kids. Like, just keep a towel Exactly. <laughs> yeah, just cover the front area with towels. <laughs> uh, all right. So, I just want to tell you, Ryan Droses is coming up after 7 o'clock, which is fast approaching. So, here's a, her daughter showed her something on her husband's phone that concerned her, and she wants our help to get to the bottom of it. So, her daughter is involved. And her daughter shows something on the husband's phone. So... I don't know what we need oh, to do man. yet, but it sounds like we're going to get a few people's views here. Interesting. Painter bills all day, all that's happening. So, you want to sell some of your appliances, Sisney? Is uh, that what's going on? So, remember when I had Savea and I was breastfeeding and pumping and doing all that? I had so much um, supply. And it was taking over our freezer. So we ended up having to buy a separate freezer for our garage. It was We ended up getting like one of those deep freezers. And I was able to store my breast milk in there, which was great. Well, we don't really have a use for that deep freezer anymore. Like, gotcha. Michael really wanted to get a deep freezer. He was like, yeah, we'll store all our extra meat in there and it'll <laughs> be great. I think he was kind of thinking like in the pandemic years of like, you never know type of thing. And now it just takes up all this space and I'm trying to clean up our garage because it flooded a few weeks ago with that storm that we had. And so everything got ripped up and everything's kind of all stacked. And so, well, now that it's raining again, who knows, it's probably flooding again. <laughs> but I want to eventually try to like reorganize the garage and make it like we, ha we had a kind of our garage. We don't use it for cars. We use it like as our home gym and like his mm -hmm. little man cave. Mm -hmm. And it's like a mm -hmm. rec room almost. Mm -hmm. So I want to sell the deep freezer, and I don't even think he'll notice. Is my I would point. do it if he won't notice. Go for it. But if I, he does way, a, notice, there's a if he does notice, you blame Tanya. <laughs> Listen, there's a <laughs> there's a there's. I was just reading this the other day. Like people are getting resale on appliances and furniture because it's a supply chain issue, still oh, an issue. Like you that's order, true. I tried to order a pair of chairs the other day. And the chairs are going to take like 19 weeks or something for two little chairs. 19 weeks? I mean, something dumb. Not quite, yeah. but something dumb. I'm like, these are two chairs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I don't need these two chairs. I'll find other chairs. Mm -hmm. And they're also saying that if you're selling your home, more people are buying homes with the furnishings because it takes so long to order furniture it's for your true. home. It's true. Yeah. I think, honestly, this is one of those deals where you just unload it. I mean, I already started the process. There was meat that we had in there, and I already gave it away to my aunt. And oh. so I was just like, I don't even know how old that meat was oh, in there. She survives. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She's like, oh no, it's good. You the meat lasts forever. I was like, no, I don't know. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I just read an article about freezer burn. You see freezer burn on some stuff. That's, that's what bad I'm news. Saying. Oh, like, really? 
That's yeah. yeah. I'm just like we're not deep freezer people. Like no. we don't eat. I'm like we, we have plenty of space in the freezer that we have inside the house. Like I know. This is fine. I, used to, I tell you, one of my friends growing up had that deep freezer locker, and man, we go in there. There'd be Cornish hens from forever ago. There'd be those uh, fish sticks. Yeah, there'd be like, Swanson's meals. We don't need all that in there. No. Like let's just no, buy as we as go. A kid, I felt like I was like robbing a grocery store. You know, going in there getting all that stuff. <laughs> like. Mm, uh, so meat, meat is good for three to four months in a freezer. They tell me what? What about a deep freezer? That's different though. But still, I mean, I'm done. I'm done with that freezer. Uh, four and a half months. I don't know. Yeah, I'm done. Uh, get rid of it. Unload it. Thank Take you. Cash. Your morning hack this morning. Here we go. And your quote of the day. Do you? I love purple onions. I love Vidalia onions. I love white onions. I like onions. I like them diced. I like to saute. I like to caramelize my onions. I like a caramelized onion, and that's pretty much where it ends for me. You don't like those chopped onions on a burger? Those diced small onions on a burger? Caramelized, yes. Raw, no. I don't mind raw garlic or raw onions, but here's the deal. So when you're chopping, obviously you start to cry. They say, you know, we talked about chewing gum or wearing goggles, all that stuff, but a lot of TikTokers say the best way to keep from crying when you're chopping onions is put bread in your mouth. (laughs) What are we doing? Keep bread in your mouth. When you cut your onions, the onions' sulfuric compounds are absorbed by the bread before they can reach your eyes. Tr- just try it before you knock it. I'll try it. I've tried all those stop crying things. When's your taco? Yeah, well, you just had it, but Taco Tuesday. Try it next Taco Tuesday. Yeah, we I, cut onions almost every night because we use it as the base of everything. I do too, and I don't cry. Oh, I look like I just watched Marley and Me after so, I cut onions. <laughs> so, you know Simon who works here? He was telling me that... The reason you cry is because you're basically not supposed to cut the root of the onion. Well, Simon like the end of it. Making that up. Yeah. No, well, but how do you not cut the root? Where's the root? How do so you know where the root is? I like the end of it, like the little like. That's why we cry. The, yes, basically. So and I never cut that part. I so, so I you went. You don't cry. So and I don't cry. So when I cut my onion, I always cut like I, up to the root, and I go like all the way around it, and then I dice, and I basically that's the last thing I keep. Well, that's the way they taught me in the culinary school mm-hmm. to chop. And do you I'm cry? Try that. And do you... I think I I thought I did, but maybe I don't now. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't really cry just that, that much. Yeah. I'm a, let's all chop some onions and come back. But with do the you data. cut the root off, Tanya? Like when you. Cut your onion? Yeah, I cut the whole thing. Yeah, t- see? see, there's a technique. You see? Should go, you should go across almost uh-huh. to it. Almost and then to the turn root. Around and then the root. I still don't know what the root is. It's oh, the base. It's I'll the show tight you. part yeah, of the Yeah, the, the little butt it's part. It's where it all comes yeah. together. Like, there's one on each side. Yes, exactly. Oh, so you don't cut either of those? So when you cut the onion in half, then uh. keep the the end of it, and then you she just right. slice. Oh, oh right. yeah, I cut the ends off no. first. No, and that's that's where that's all. You're the, just waking up. And you're releasing the gases. You're releasing the gases of the onion, and therefore. Yeah. Why do you like listening to Ryan Seacrest and Sistine and Tanya in the morning? They talk about the proper way to cut an onion. Wow. I think that's we're really technique. opening up the eyes for a lot of people right, right now. Uh-huh. Dry eyes. Uh-huh. All right, here's the quote. Being here's your quote. Today is Thursday. Get through it. Think about this. Being loyal to people who mistreat you makes you disloyal to you. Today is not great. (laughs) This is going to get into the weather here in a second, but it's not great outside. If you're just getting ready to leave, be aware. Ryan's Rose is 40 minutes out. Let's get to the headlines. Kiss FM headlines with Sissini. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, these temperatures plunged and snow levels dropped earlier this morning as this powerful winter storm moved into Southern California. We knew it was happening and we had some light snow in areas of Santa Clarita. I mean, Simi Valley saw snow, La Crescenta and uh, La Cañada. The National Weather Service also issued a blizzard warning for mountain areas in Ventura and L.A. counties. This is the first time they have done this since 1989. And that is going to take take effect at 4 a.m. tomorrow and extend through 4 p.m. Saturday. Because this storm has brought snow ice and sleet in some parts of SoCal, including the Inland Empire where drivers are fleeing the effects. In Yucaipa, a 20-car pileup on the 10 freeway sent eight people to the hospital and this happened overnight. The crash occurred in the westbound lanes near Wildwood Canyon Road around 11 p.m. So just please be safe out there. No need to rush. And again, if you don't have to be on the roads, I would suggest don't be.
The Weeknd and Ariana Grande. Now, in other news, it's not related to the crazy weather. Well, this is kind of crazy, and I love it. It's a good crazy. So The Weeknd and Ariana Grande are working together again. They teased fans on social media with a remix to his 2016 hit, Die For You. Yes, the song that we're playing right now and Kiss, like, all the time. So The Weeknd later took to his socials to confirm that the official Die For You remix will be dropping later tonight at 9 p.m. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest with you. Sisney, Tanya, everybody. Showers, 50-degree weather. Mm. Walking the dog going to be tricky today. Ryan's Rose is coming up. Her daughter showed her something on her husband's phone that concerned her. And she wants our help to get to the bottom of it. 740. Paying her bills in the tens all day long. So, Mariana, I, I vaguely remember it, but I think it was there's a guy you're going to go out with, you kind of knew, but you've never been out with him before, and he offered to drive you two hours to pick you up and then take you to the beach, and then you're like, but what if I don't like him? I'm trapped in the car with him. We're like, well, why don't you say it at work late on a Friday and meet him at the restaurant in Santa Monica? Is that the gist? So, yeah, I ended up staying at my friend's house, which he lives in L.A., and he just picked me up from there because, you know, I didn't want to drive. So so this was a Friday? Yes, and you stayed, Friday. You, you're at your friend's house, and mm-hmm. you say to the guy, hey, I'm at my friend's house. Come pick me up here? Yeah. Smart. And where were you going to be dropped back off? Same place? Same place. Yeah. And this date took place? Yes, it did. What time did he pick you up? At 7. What time did you get to the restaurant? Um, Like at 8. Something around Traffic. There? No, not eight. Well, it's because we went, Um, we rode the Swans in Echo Park. Oh. Um, so, yeah, he made reservations for that, too. You and can then, ride swans? Or not, like, ride them. Yes. But, you know, like the, Tanya, we've had the girl on that told us about cute dates to do, and it's like the little bicycle oh, swans. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Well, you thinking. thought, like, yeah. real swans? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Put you up on the white feathers yeah. and take a ride before you're done. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so you rode swans, cute, <laughs> and then you went yeah. to the beach? I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, then we went to the restaurant. Um, you take the 10? What'd you do? The 10 out to Santa Monica? I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Why does it matter what freeway is? I need he was the driving. whole picture. Obviously, he took ten. The 10. Yeah, for sure he took the ten. Yeah, right. but there was for sure traffic, you know. So there's um, a straight shot. So I'm trying to figure out how they did. How they get from her friend's house from, to the Swan to Santa yeah. Monica from in an Echo hour. Park. Well, no, I think the reservations were at eight thirty, so we got there at that time. He's and a good planner. Mm-hmm. I like his. Time planning. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And I didn't even know we were going to go to this like swan thing. So, even you know, he cuter. surprised me with that, you know. Okay. Um, Where'd you go to eat? To Fia, in, Fia restaurant in Santa Monica. I, I've never been there, but it was really good. I had like this homemade um, tortellini. Is the talking happening? Is it natural? Yeah, it was like so natural. We just like clicked right away. Um, and then we went to some bars after. So I was like, Okay. Bar hop. Okay. Yeah. I was like, so this it all worked cool. out. It all worked out. So you liked him. He liked you. I liked him. He liked me, I think. I'm assuming. Well, what happened afterwards? He drops you back at your friend's house? Yeah. And he kissed me. And then he kissed me. Here comes Tanya with the questions. Did you like the kiss? I did. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I'm like, <laughs> did you feel things? Tingles? I did. Okay. Yeah, it was just like the vibe was there and everything, you know, the conversation. Uh, what, what, what catering are you enjoying while we're having this kissing story over there in the corner while you enjoy the show? What are you having? I'm having my salad oh. a little early. Oh my gosh, so early really enjoying for the show salad. here. So, Mariana, now, did he kiss you while he was in the car? Like, lean over? You got out of the car at the door? Where was it? It was when I was about to leave. He gave me a hug and um, he just, like, kind of went for it. And I didn't, this time, I didn't just, like, Went for it too, you know. Okay. Everybody's hearts were pounding out of nervousness in that moment. Like, what's he gonna? <laughs> he's probably thinking as he's walking you out, like, what am I gonna do? I'm just gonna see how it goes, and then boom, ah, it worked. Yeah, it well, worked. that's exciting. It is. I'm excited for the next time. So when, when he says it? to you, "Let's do something again," what's your response gonna be? I'm down. Yeah, absolutely. I'm down. I'm here for it. I love this. We'll see you guys. I'm worried. And did he Wait, say have anything? You not, have you not <laughs> heard from worried? him? Have you not heard from him? <laughs> yeah, I talked to him all weekend and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So I cool. just get worried when things go well. Me you too. Know, it's like, it's like everything's working out now. Stop. Now we're only left with potential Good. disaster. You guys, stop with the bad energy. It's the anxiety. Energy. I'm trying to be realistic. Like everything's going brilliantly. Everybody's great. 
Yeah. This guy better put on a good show the second time around. Just saying. That's what I'm saying. I mean, this is a pretty perfect, great first date. It really is, which is why I'm so worried. Me too. But that's okay. I guess a little worried is okay. Little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. now let's go to Fee. I'm looking it up oh, here. This, Wilshire, this menu looks incredible. Coastal so inspired cuisine. I by way definitely of recommend. Michelin recognized chef. and Italy. Oh. Mm. They, they have a vegan lasagna that I'd be up for. Huh. That's not. What bars do you go to? Santa Monica, Westside bars? Yeah, I just don't remember which bars. Yeah, you know. We kind of just fun. went to like three different bars around there. Three different bars? <laughs> this was a fun night. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually I right. was so We got Sissini's locked She's married Tanya's waiting for a proposal Tubbs we're not quite sure about Mariana's met a good one Things that are looking up so in 2023 yeah. Hey did Mariana tell all of you guys About her great date before she told us No Michaela no, Maybe you heard about it? <laughs> Maybe no. I heard a little bit about it Yeah <laughs> Aren't y'all excited for her? I'm so excited oh, yeah. for her, yes. I feel like she deserves this. I love this so, for her. Ruby's on the doorstep of an engagement. Tanya is. Sissini's <laughs> uh, married. Tubbs is in love. Michaela. <laughs> How are we doing? <laughs> Still single. All right, well, that's great. We need somebody single on the show. Yeah. Mariana's off and running with this guy now. Okay, they went on one date. Let's pump the brakes I'm here. I'm worried. <laughs> I know. Don't All be right. worried. This is exciting stuff. She you felt the tingles. That's a big thing. How many times you felt the tingles to only once. be heartbroken? Never. You only felt them once? Mm -hmm. In that area. Now I'm worried for Robbie. Okay. In that area of my body. Mm -hmm. I need to okay. talk to Robbie. He knows. He knows very well about I them. know he knows, which is why I'm worried. Why are you worried? I just have to worry. I think you worry too much. I think you worry way too much. You're welcome. Otherwise, you guys aren't out there worrying. Everything's peachy. I don't worry about anything. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. So let's worry about this. This is a problem. What, what is this problem on TikTok? <laughs> this, is, this is a big problem. Then I got Ryan's roses, which I'm worried so about. So the hashtag uh, golden retriever boyfriend has over 45 million views on TikTok. But what it is about these guys, it's this. It's essentially a boyfriend breed that is kind of going viral. So when you think about the dog, a golden retriever, how would you describe that dog? Outgoing. Loyal. Loyal. Trustworthy. Loyal. Yeah. E eager um, to fetch, please. Fetcher. It's a fetcher. <laughs> yeah. Win a ball. Brings the ball back. Family Best friend. Family Best dog. Friend. All that stuff. Relatively easy to train. Yes. All the things, right? So they take Lovable. a joyous approach, a playful approach to life and maintain this puppyish behavior into adulthood. So according to TikTok, those traits pretty much sum up what it is to take a perfect so what you might call it guy into this like description and that's what everyone is calling a hashtag golden retriever boyfriend and so a lot of these guys are being hashtag like that goofy charming and universally liked golden retriever boyfriends and that's what's kind of going viral with these guys but in this case they're pretty athletic they're probably energetic they like going on hikes they play spike ball they oh, they don't necessarily have to have golden hair, but that's a bonus. So you're I saying guess. that the golden retriever boyfriend is a good that that's a hot thing right it's now. A it's a hot thing. It's a hot thing. Essentially, well, all those traits we call it what we want, but like joyous, playful, charming, goofy, liked. I mean. Haven't those been the traits since the beginning of all of us? Yes, like, and I think it's like it's like too good to be true of a boyfriend, you know? They can get a little hyper, but they can be goofy at times. They can be sweet and also genuine and all it's basically the yeah. the perfect recipe of the perfect boyfriend that you would want. I'm sitting this one out to the corgi trend comes around. Right? What I'll be right what breed there for would you, yeah, you want to be corgi the, the corgi? This is the corgi boyfriend <laughs> trend. I'm right here for you. Low to the ground. I'm so. going to start the hashtag golden retriever husband because I feel like Michael kind of falls into this category. Uh, sure. Yeah, I think you're right actually. Yeah. Now that I think about it, I think Robbie does too. Robbie's a little bit more of a King Charles. <laughs> King Charles? Yeah, really? King Charles Cavalier. Oh, they're the right, most loving and loyal of all the dogs. Interesting. I, think it's Cavalier King I don't Charles. know. King Charles Cavalier. I don't see Robbie Cavalier as a King Charles Cavalier. King Charles Spaniel, it may be. Oh, is that um, the official name? You know I what I'm talking I about. I know. Mm -hmm. They're bred to be lap dogs. Mm -hmm. uh, he's not a lap dog to me. <laughs> I don't think he wants that. If wanna... you're listening, Robbie, turn his face. Yeah, throat. make him like a Doberman or something cool. Oh, Doberman's cool, but that's yeah. too aggressive. Oh, yeah, or maybe like a. Um, Labradoodle? 
a labradoodle <laughs> or like a lab oh a lab that's kind a of a retriever lab. Yeah. retrievers labs yeah same 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 same, same. right so 102.7 kiss fm time for ryan's roses dear ryan insisting it says i'm concerned about my husband my 15 year old daughter came to me the other day and showed me something on her dad's phone his most recent emojis concerned her so she asked if he had been sending them to me he hasn't so i lied and said yes so susanna is it susanna thank you for coming on in covina um can you tell us what were the emojis that your daughter showed you that your husband was sending to somebody else uh heart eggplant the tongue peach um like the smiling face with his tongue out seems really random like that but then the eyes and the drooling face um kind of a weird combination but yeah and you're for i mean for sure he's not sending those to you no none of them were sent to me and you know i thought maybe he could have sent them to a buddy you know just joking around but it's right. just not and why do you think your daughter was so alarmed by these i think because she's never it was they were so such a random coupling and i was like i was home at the time in the other room and it, we don't usually do that like text each other when we're all like there together and it just seemed off to her i don't know okay do you have any idea who he might be sending them to? I know you mentioned buddies, but do you have a woman in mind? No, I have no idea. And my only thought was someone that he works with. But I mean, it's just never anything I've experienced with him before. But why does your mind go to cheating? Like, what is your relationship with him now? Um, I mean, things haven't been great. I mean, we've on and off, we've talked about separating, but then we, you know, we want to stay together for our daughter. Um, so I don't know. I just, I think worst mm. case scenario, my head, I just go down the rabbit hole, you know, like, um, and think like, what else could it possibly be? Since it's just not, it's out of his character. We are in it with Susanna for Ryan's Roses. This is, and we're calling your husband. I need you to say, Ryan, you have my permission to call and then your husband's name on Kiss FM. Go ahead. Okay, Ryan, you have my permission to call, and my husband's name is. All right, here we go. So we're going to call him, see if we can find out. Now, remember, her 15-year-old saw these emojis in her dad's phone, brings them to mom here, Susanna, says, my, you, like, did he send these to you? And these emojis were, you know, curious. And she said, because she wanted to cover it all up, yeah, of course he sent them to me. Well, he didn't. He sent them to somebody else, but who? And just some examples of what was the most like bothersome emoji that you saw? I mean, the heart and then it was used several times. And then there was the one with like the little face with a heart next to it. Um, and then like tongue out. I mean, they were all alarming, I guess. Drooling face. They all just seemed laden with something. Okay. I don't so- know. Something. We're going to make this call now so we can find out. Be very quiet while we call your husband. Okay, Susanna, good luck. Okay. Hello? Hi, is this Mark? Uh, yes. Hi, Mark. My name is Michelle. I'm calling from Lush Garden. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing all right. Great. You know, we deliver in Covina and most of L.A., and today we're offering local residents a promotion. It's a free dozen red roses that you can send to anybody that you would like. I don't need any cash. They're absolutely free. I'm just trying to promote my business. Is this something you'd be interested in? I would just need the name of the person you'd want to send them to. Well, yeah. Is there a delivery fee or something? Nope. This wouldn't cost you anything. Um, we just need the name, and you can write a note. They can receive them for at uh, lunchtime today. And we do ask that if you do like the arrangements, you return as a paying customer at some other time. But this promotion is free oh, all today. Right. It's totally free. Totally free. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll send some. Um, her name's Amanda. Well, put Mandy um, to uh, to Mandy, and uh, put woof woof woof. She'll know what it means. I'm sorry. Woof, woof, woof. Like three woofs. W-O-O-F, I guess. Got it. I never spelled it. <laughs> okay, and then um, 
I'll just sign your name, Love Mark. No, just woof, woof, woof. She'll know. Okay. Mark, your voice is being broadcast on the radio. I need you to know that. And I've got your wife listening to this on the line. Susanna. Mark, who is Mandy? What? Who is this? Who is Mandy? Uh, I'm sorry. What just happened here? Mandy is a person that I'm sending flowers to. What is going on? That's our question. You just I just want to tell you what you did here. Um, you sent roses to a woman named Mandy, and you signed the card, woof, woof, woof. What does that mean? Uh, it's, it's like an inside joke. Well, can you bring us inside? Well, the thing about inside jokes is that people on the outside really aren't invited into them. Got it. So your wife is excluded from this conversation oh. is what you're saying. What are you talking about? My wife? Susanna, you- do you want to tell Mark what's going on here? Uh, Hi, Mark. It's me. Hi. Hi. Okay, so is this? Are you behind this, Susanna? I yes, babe, I am. Um, but okay. it's because it's because Zadie saw text messages with a bunch of emojis on your phone, and she came to me concerned and. We're now both concerned. You're having, I don't know, having an affair. And I lied to her and I told her that you sent them to me, but you didn't. They're not on my phone. It's not. Uh, okay. Did you, did, did, whoever you're talking to, did you tell them the whole story? What's all yeah, story? I mean, I, well, uh, she's saying them. I'm having an affair. There is no affair now because she had the affair and that broke the whole trust. And so affairs don't happen with us anymore. Okay. With my cousin. How's that? All right. Susanna, and, is that so true? You had an affair with Mark's cousin? For Zadie. Yeah. Susanna? Yes, and it was, uh, yes, and it was a one, I told you, and you know it was a one-time thing, yeah. and I'm okay. deeply yeah. now, sorry. Hold, hold on for a second. Mark, are you, yeah. are you having an intimate relationship with Mandy? What I'm doing is really none of your business, but there is no affair if there is no relationship. Right. So we have woof, a daughter woof, woof, who's going to college means, in a couple years. What does woof, woof, woof mean? Like, what am I, what are you saying to Mandy? Sounds like he's what barking at her. What do you think her. it means? I'm asking. I don't know. You said it three times. I yeah, well, if you don't know, then maybe you ought to, you know, t- read a book or something. No. Oh, out, I, don't yes. know, I don't know a lot of books about woofing. But I will yeah, look it I'm up. Sure and you I have, don't a, know a, lot I have of a resident books. author here, so she might help me out. Maybe you're... That's right. No clue. Oh, you've got an author? Well, maybe she can read the book to you in that case. I mean, what is going on here? Oh, my God. Mark, I'm I'm living my life. Okay, I feel like we shouldn't be using this airtime here because... Oh, oh, do you think so? Good for you. You're the one who's doing this whole thing, all right? Susanna, if you already cheated and you guys decided that there is no such thing as affairs after this and he's just doing what you did, maybe they to get you back or whatever it is, this is all bad. It's all unhealthy. Um, you guys need therapy, probably. You know, you mm-hmm. need to talk to a therapist about your relationship. Or you just need We've to separate. Got it worked out. In a couple of years, when, when, when Zadie goes to school, it's, it, you know, we've got it all figured Mark, out. So I don't know. I don't, Mark, I certainly I don't need the phone intervention. Mark, I didn't want you seeing anyone else, and I didn't know else how, how else to find out. And but, I, but, but, but Susanna, it sounded like you broke you- the- my cousin. I mean, he's upset. Yeah. And it sounds like you I violated know. the trust, mm-hmm. Susanna, but we didn't know that. No. Yeah. Right, we're going to let you guys go, but you should find a therapist for your relationship. If wow. you can. They should just separate at this yeah. point. Um, absolutely. So, uh, Susanna reaches out and says, I think my husband's cheating because of emojis in his phone to another woman. We get him on the line. He sends the flowers to another woman named Mandy with the signature of woof, woof, woof. Like, meaning that's supposed to be sexy? Yeah, I don't know. I did a lot of flirting in my day, and I never did a woof, woof, woof. Yeah, I mean, I've never signed anything woof, woof, woof. No, woof is usually, like, bad for me. Like, when I, like, think about woof, woof. I'm always like, woof, Or maybe he woof. meant, like... <laughs> that's, that's bad, too. Even no. the sound of it. Yeah. That means, like... 
That means what? I don't Sounds understand. Like, like I'm panting over you. Woof, woof, woof is panting? Mm-hmm. And you like pant? Panting is good? Yeah, panting is like... <laughs> like back in the day when they used to do cartoons and they, they, the the cartoon like a, dogs would be like, oh, woo! They used to like, like woof! They used to bark at you. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm not completely discompobulated here. So you think panting is sexy? Well, it's like more of a flirt than b- woof, woof, woof. Is that your love language? Uh, it kind of sounds bad to me. No. <laughs> Yeah, equally as bad as woof, woof, woof. No, no, it means like you're hot. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's bad. No, it's not. Yeah, it sounds that like you you're do? actually having an, an issue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of breath. Yeah. Yeah. Right, like I'm out, I'm out of breath. breath. You took my breath away or like you're so hot. I have to like <laughs> calm down, cool down. Mm-hmm. No, we get it. But no, I don't, don't get it. We don't get it. Exactly. We don't get it. But anyway, this is not about your panting. This is about Susanna woof, woof, woof. and Mark. And it's woof, woof, woof. So anyway, I guess she cheated on him with his cousin. We didn't know. We didn't know that. So he's just going about life saying, cheating, no such thing as cheating anymore. She did it to me. So I'm seeing Mandy. So what? They're just together for the kid. They need to get out. It sounds so toxic. It sounds so wrong. And it sounds like nobody should be doing whatever they're doing. And Marla, it's too late, right? It's like staying in for the kid sounds like it's already really confusing and bad maybe even more so for the kid marley and granada hills go ahead you heard it you're on with this what'd you think well this is the reason why you know two people a marriage that is broken should not stay together for the children yeah. um be, because basically you know the child and i know this because i went through this the child especially when you're a teenager you see that there's a problem between your parents Right. Um, you see that there is an issue that they're not getting along, that they're fighting the tension, um, not taking vacations together, you know, just not doing anything together. You see that and you know that there's a problem. And um, and then later on, you know, it affects you because you're seeing what your father has done or what your mother has done and how that relationship. And then when you grow up, uh, you're kind of tainted by that. So your relationships with with a person becomes you're not trusting and it takes you know it's it's harder to um have those relationships because you are you learned from your parents of what an unhealthy relationship is so yeah it's it's all it's all valid and it just was not and we just didn't know going into it what had already happened by his wife cheating with his cousin so no wonder he's upset no she made it seem like she was all innocent so anyway Marley, thanks so much for calling. Sounds like you're in a good place. <laughs> thanks. Okay. Thank you. Right. She sounds like mm-hmm. a happy person, right? You can just tell. Mm-hmm. You can only imagine if it was that toxic just with us and we're strangers. Like, what oh, is yeah. it like in that household? Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Last night, I was going to watch Eat, Pray, Love because Meredith told me she watched the other night to fall asleep. And I'd seen it before. And I thought, oh, that's perfect to put on while you're just sort of winding down. And then I turned on my TV, the full swing on Netflix commercial kept playing about the golfers and the golf world. And these two guys who are like best friends in each other's weddings, but they're rivals on the course. Mm-hmm. And I don't know a lot of the golfers. Right? And yet I kind of think I'm probably going to play golf someday. <laughs> so, right? I mean. It's fun. I, I played my first true game of golf maybe a few months ago, and it was actually really fun. Did you hit the ball? Yes. Yes. Well, that makes it fun. That's I pretty the good. Ball. Like, I literally swing and the ball doesn't move. No, I did. And I hit one of them where I had to hit it over the lake to get it onto the green on the other side. And I was like, wow. Well, have you played golf? I can't before? believe I did that. No, uh, that was my first time actually playing. Mm, she's like mm. one of those guys on full swing. Mm. I had never seen that. Natural but... ability. That was decent. Hmm. That's pretty good to get over a lake. I, if I hit a ball, it goes into water or a tree. I mean, I have to tell people to watch out. Yeah, I bet. Be careful. I'm, I'm about to swing. Could go backwards, FYI. Yeah. Actually, the ball could go behind me, and it has. So anyway, this is the Tiger Woods story in this, the trending report. What yes, and it all went down last week during the Genesis Invitational. And so Golf Week reported that Tiger Woods slipped a tampon into fellow player Justin Thomas's hand after outdriving him on the ninth hole. So if you see, I posted this picture of Tiger like basically slipping him this tampon and people are assuming that tiger wanted to tell his opponent that he plays like a girl 
The internet did not find this funny in the slightest. People were going off on him. I saw articles after articles just kind of going into how inappropriate that is. Um, but Tiger, did ha- he did say, he said it was supposed to be fun and games, but obviously it hasn't turned out that way. If I offended anybody, it was just friends having fun. To me, it was a tasteless joke. It wasn't funny. And I feel like it's not even accurate because I feel like women have proven that they can hang and beat men in many, several different sports. But to me, I'm just happy that the tampon is front and center in all these stories online right now because I feel like the more conversations we create around tampons and period poverty, the better, in my opinion. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to, my take on Tiger's tasteless joke is it turned into a positive for tampons in general. Sydney, what do you think? <laughs> I think I'm kind of back and forth. It's like, I feel like that joke is just kind of old. Like, yeah, like exactly. Like it's just too, like that would have been funny maybe like 15 years ago, but like something like that now it's like, it's not funny. I know but the fact that it was even funny is so embarrassing. But like that, you can't make jokes like that anymore. Like it's just like, we've moved past that. We've grown so much as a society. So why would he think that that's funny is beyond me. Are you, I agree with you guys, are you practical jokers? Like, I'm not a practical joker guy. Like, you know when you see a movie star and like, what are the practical jokes? Or like, uh, we Brad just Pitt and play Clooney jokes play? on each other all like, day we, on set. I, I, I've known us for a long time. We don't do it Have with each other. Have we practical jokes? No. No, I don't not know, we've really. done one, why is that? Like, what we don't do practical jokes at all, ever. Never. No. No. And I don't, I don't like scaring, like people that scare people around the corner. Like Michael likes to scare me all the time and I hate it because I like my brother used to scare me when I was a little girl. And so I, you have like scars from I that. really do. And the other day I was coming out of the bedroom and Michael tried to scare me like because he, he heard me like with my footsteps. And so when I opened the bedroom door, he was standing right there and I almost no, punched I him like in the face either. because uh-huh. I was like, I it's my instinct to I almost hit you because what are you doing? Yeah, jumping out from a tree trunk <laughs> in like, the dark is yeah. not cute to no. me. It's not. Like, I don't like to be scared. But I don't like surprises or practical jokes. No. Now, Brad Pitt, was it Brad? No, George Clooney put an I Hate Cops bumper sticker on Brad Pitt's car. Brad had no idea. I don't think that's funny. I don't think that's funny either. Like, I don't, I don't, it's not funny. I mean, I get what they're trying to do, but like, I'd be like, dude, come on. I don't know. Surprises, practical jokes, and jumping out from trees, not for me. Yeah. Not for me either. Like, April Fool's I, I always try uh, you to know think how much of, I can't stand that. Day. I know, and I always, you always try to think of like maybe it's something funny to do, and we can never think but of if anything it's April funny. April Fool's Day, you know, if it's out of the norm, right? Then it's an April Fool's thing. I don't think I'm really good at it either. No, my boyfriend loves April Fool's Day. It's weird. So they're all, they're telling me George Clooney paid a costume person to keep taking Matt Damon's pants each day. Oh, in each day, like altering them. So Matt would think he's gaining weight. Like, like that's so that, mean. But I mean, those two have a special relationship. That would bum. I'd be so not coming out of my dressing room. Guys, we got a problem over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking green juice and my pants are tight. That's so bad. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Again, I say it every time. You can go from Rihanna to Farid Zakaria here on this show. And that is what brings us together, right? We can pay your bills and we can talk about this uh, very important CNN town hall coming up. Uh, Fareed, great to have you back on. How are you doing? Always a pleasure, Ryan. I'm okay. I uh, I just went skiing with my kids and uh, took a fall. So my arm is in a sling. You can't see that. But other than and then that, oh, I'm no. great. Wait, can you still host with one arm? Uh, with a lot of Advil. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry about that. I hope you're all right. That's a bummer. Oh, I'm totally fine. My, you know, the the lesson of the story is don't try to keep up with your kids who are way, way better at uh, skiing than you. you know? <laughs> I understand. <laughs> um, hey, before we get to the CNN town hall, which is coming up 6 p.m. on CNN tonight, I just I'm I'm so fascinated by this the presidential movement, the surprise visit that uh, President Biden made to get to Ukraine, right? So he takes a a plane from a dark hangar. It's not even the big Air Force One plane. And they land, they take a train. Do you have any detail about how they did all this? Um, I I have a little bit of detail on it. And uh, it is exactly what you described. So they didn't use Air Force One because that would have been a giveaway. 
They landed in a small airport in Poland. They, you know, they went to the to the border. I stayed in the same train myself to go to Kiev when I was there in September. So I know exactly, you know, the station you get on. Wow. I went through the same calculus uh, about, you know, hey, does it make sense to be on something that's on fixed wheels? And, you know, so I talked to a few friends of mine who were military experts and they pointed out it's actually very hard to shoot missiles at, at trains. It might sound like it's very easy, but, you know, from as far away as Russia. Um, and so they must have taken all that into account. Uh, but it really is pretty impressive that they pulled it off. Uh, you I, know, I only two reporters. Uh, and let's be, let's be honest, it also just shows you uh, by, there's a certain amount of personal bravery and risk-taking that Biden showed. And I think he wanted to demonstrate that to show a sense of real personal commitment uh, to the to the struggle in Ukraine. The train ride to me is so mm -hmm. fascinating. That part of it, you know? Yeah, it's an overnight train. It takes about 10 hours and um, you cross the Polish border. And the reason, you know, you don't do it by air is you, you really don't want to get into the uh, Ukrainian airspace because the Ukrainians do not have good air defenses. And so you, you, that, that's a real danger. It turns out it's much more dangerous to fly into Kyiv than to take a train, which I would, have, I would not have guessed until I had to do the same thing and discovered yet that, yeah, actually, you know, be, being on the ground is, is, and moving fast is, is much safer. more safe. Fascinating. Wow. Fried Zakaria with us. All right, so you've got this town hall coming up. Russia's invasion of Ukraine one year later is the title of this. What's the mission tonight? The mission really is to help Americans understand this is the biggest war in Europe since World War II. It's a war that was really cha changing the whole way the international system works. Think about just the economics of it all. Russia has been isolated. Price of oil has gone up. China and Russia in an alliance. What does all this do? And help them understand you know, what's going on. What are the stakes here? Why is America so involved? Why are so many other countries involved? How does it all end? I, I, I'm a big believer that, you know, a lot of what we do in journalism is public education because, you know, because we are a democracy, our citizens vote, and that they need to understand this. It's, it's you know, it's a huge decision that the country has made. So how does it end, Freed? I mean, I see what I see on the news, but, you know, from the people that you talk to and your own wisdom what is the what exit ramp is used here so right now we're in a situation that looks a lot like a stalemate right neither side is is strong enough to win but neither side is weak enough to want to compromise uh -huh. so it's a weird situation right like we're so they're both stuck there and something is going to have to to get something there's going to have to be a change in the dynamic what i think the biden administration's hope is that by providing all this assistance to the Ukrainians, and they have incredible courage and, and morale is very high there, uh, they will be able to move things, you know, take a, make a few offensives, take back some Russian territory, change the dynamic so that the Russians feel like it's worth compromising, it's worth coming to the negotiating table. So the goal of almost every war ends in a negotiation. You know, there are very few wars like World War II where, you, you know, you have kind of total surrender on one side and total victory on the other. Most of the time, it's a negotiation. But to get to the negotiation, the Ukrainians need the upper hand. Listen, it is fascinating. CNN Town Hall, Russia's invasion of Ukraine. One year later, it's going to go down live tonight, 6 p.m. CNN. Now, this is off topic, but very briefly, what's your favorite thing to, what's your favorite food, Fareed? I love all kinds of food. I'm totally omnivorous. Um, probably, you know, I grew up in India. So there's Indian street food, like the, like the local snacks you get on the, on the street. You know, there's always there's something weird about that, like the, the stuff you grew up with. Not the fancy right. stuff, but just the street food. It's a question I like to ask everybody. And when? Because everyone also asks me, who'd you most like to have dinner with? It's you. You know that. So when we do have dinner, I now know what to source. <laughs> <laughs> if you can source that, I, you're even more resourceful than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Fritz Zakari, it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Good luck with the show and good luck with the healing of your arm. My pleasure. Take care, Ron. All right. Bye-bye. Gosh, he's fascinating. Mm-hmm.
he picked up the phone to call military experts to talk about the train ride. Like, who do we call? I call Mark, our producer, in the middle of the night and go, hey, that's fascinating. We should get somebody on. Well, we got three. Well, that's what, they, that's what, that's what that happened. <laughs> on air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. It's Ryan Seacrest with you. Thank you for having us on. So that song puts you in a mood. It does. There are songs that just put you in a happy mood. So a doctor, right, a PhD doctor in musicology has revealed the songs that are guaranteed to make you happy. His research shows that a song should be in a major key, 137 beats per minute, feature seven chords, have a strong beat, blah, blah, blah. So he says these songs, for the majority of people, when they hear these songs, they can't be unhappy, at least for a moment. All right, let me, let me find them. I got, like this one. Wow. Oh, here's another Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Happy. Okay, tough crowd. And he also says, uh, this one, doctor says that when most people hear this song, they can't help but be happy. I am seeing. Okay. Does make me happy. Reminds me of being a charter member at the YMCA growing up in Dunwoody. They built one. And... Got on the membership list, and that's where I went to go work out as a high school student. Cute. That's where I avoided playing basketball as a kid. All right, back to it. So these are songs that doctors say make most people happy. What is it for you? Is there a song that makes you happy? For me, like, any yeah. Calvin Harris, like the Calvin Harris Rihanna, we found love. Here it is. This yeah! one too. <laughs> I got that one. Does that one? Does that make me you happy. so happy? It does. What about yeah. this? I'm it's old school, but <laughs> Tanya doesn't like it. No. It doesn't make you feel happy. Wait, when it kicks in, ooh, oh, sorry, that part does. Ride it out. She's giving me the Reminds me of a uh, it was oh, orange fan of Shasta commercial. That part. Well, tell me what song makes you happy. Um, thank God, Caitlin and Kane Brown. Oh, that's just a beautiful song. This is going to be the wedding song of 2023, by the way. Hey, this song's great if you have someone. This song's terrible if you're lonely. Like, this is the song that makes me feel the worst if I'm alone. I mean, Tiny doesn't even hear us anymore. She and Robbie are singing this together. Will this be your wedding song? Is this going to be your first dance song? No, I don't think so. Have you made your your wedding playlist songs? No, but I have thought about first dance because it's a tie between Maren Morris, The Bones, and Taylor Swift, Invisible String. Why don't you do a, what do you call this thing? Hybrid. Not a medley. No, because you need like a song. Can't have it two songs. Can't have a mashup song. Yeah, mashup. Hmm. What does Robbie want your first dance song to be? Uh, that's a great question. I don't know. Hmm. Is Robbie going to choose? <laughs> Is Robbie going to be there? <laughs> I already told uh, Sophia she's going to be singing it. So I'm like, you know, you taking don't tell Sophia Carson. You invite Sophia Asked. Carson. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my Let's goodness. Use the right terminology. On air with Ryan Seacrest. That's going to wrap it up for us today. We're back with you tomorrow to round out the week. This song makes you happy. Oh, yeah. To put this in his yeah, study. this is a good one. Have a good one, guys. Sisney's got you till 11 o'clock. We're back first thing tomorrow. And I'm paying your bills on the 10s till 610 tonight. 102.7. Kiss up there. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.